everybody, and welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about Atiye slash Gift Season 3, Episode 3, and we are all so confused that we actually didn't even let ourselves say hello to each other at the beginning of this podcast because we didn't want to spoil something in the podcast. We, yeah, we need to figure out what the fuck is going on with Atiye and Aden and, and the family and all the, yeah, very confused. I am not drinking any tea, but I did just have a holiday cookie that was like a biscuit, but inside the biscuit was chocolate and mint. And normally wow. I'm not a big chocolate and mint fan, but it was really good. Um, I'm not drinking any tea. I did send photographic evidence approximately 40 minutes ago of my you third did. cup of tea. I can <laughs> confirm. Although pretty sure I'm, I think Sammy's going to ask me to like, take a picture of each cup of tea to verify that it's actually my whatever number I claim it to be. Yes. You have to and take a like, picture with the calendar or your phone. Yeah. Or <laughs> this one has like some sort of the, news the, the, program yes. in the back, maybe. So we could probably yes. verify it if we put the work in, but. Right, if we uh, enhance the resolution. Yeah. yeah. Sophia, do you have any tea? I do not have any tea. Um, nope. Um, yeah, that's it. I don't have any tea. <laughs> that's it. That's all she's got. <laughs> She's all business today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um I actually bought some tea, but I haven't made any tea recently. I should, but that's good. Was, that means you're warmer in your new apartment. <laughs> yes, mm. for sure. For sure. I'm not wearing socks right now and I've survived. So that's a good oh. sign. Yay. A miracle. <laughs> it is a miracle. That's what happens when you live in a climate that's like not hot enough for air conditioning and then not cold enough for heating. But then sometimes it does get really hot and really cold. Yeah. It's just chaos. Chaos indeed. Okay. So now Sophia is going to take us through, Sockless is going to take us through what the hell happened (laughs) in this episode. (laughs) Sockless Sophia, take it away. So we start, we left off last episode um, with, and this was a whole controversy amongst the three of us about whether like Jansu um, knocks on Ozan's door and this little girl answers. And so according to Sammy Nesgi, the little, like she knew who the little girl was. According to me, she definitely didn't know. <laughs> so for the record, I waited. <laughs> Well, I, don't I don't remember, remember it that way. Sophia, I, we I don't remember agreeing. you. Yeah, I don't remember you being of an opposite opinion in our last <laughs> I conversation. Was. You definitely I was. weren't. I don't remember that at all, Sophia. <laughs> what? Okay, I guess we'll have to listen to our previous episode, but I'm pretty sure that I said that I didn't think that she recognized her. But that's fine. So she arrives. Jones was like, oh, who could you be, little girl? Like something really funny. I don't know. I don't know if it was the subtitles or just a bad translation but it was like who could you be little girl like something out of like a weird thing anyway so Melek like walks to the door and Jansu's like who is this woman I have no clue who this could be because then we like we should remember that in this timeline Melek like had died in Ozan's like childhood infancy teenage years we're not sure when but she had died when he was growing up so the like this woman's like oh you're oh wait we're not at that point yet but she's like i wonder who this woman is 
So then Atiye and Ozan, they got the, from Umut, they got the address to the beach house. So they're driving to the beach house. And then Jansu like starts talking to me like, like, who are you? Are you this little girl's mother? Like, she's like, oh, you must be Jansu. Um, Cause she just like automatically knows who she is. And she says something along the lines of like, um, sometimes you just know who somebody is because it's like a sign. I don't, it's something you just know them. Or she says something weird like that. So Melek like immediately like goes away with the kid while Jansu's like trying to figure out what in the world is going on. Um, and so uh, Atiye and Ozan arrive at the cabin and they're looking everywhere and they definitely see like children's stuff. Um, things to note, I guess, there's just one bed. So I guess Ozan just left her there and like went to sleep elsewhere every night. He left yeah, I think it was her prison, definitely. But did he like lock her in and leave every night? That's Must horrible. have, yeah. Jesus, that's horrible. So they're like, both of them like divide up to see what they can find. And they find the pine cone structure, I mean, not structure, design on the beach. And Atiye like goes through all the eye painting, all eye drawings in the in the cabin, um, while Jansu is like freaking out. And then Ozan comes out and he's like, Jansu, why did you come here without calling? I thought that we had agreed that you would never do that. And she's like, what? Whatever. And then he's just like chilling. Then she's like, oh. And then he she sees his hand and he and she's like, what happened to you? Like, what's wrong with you? And he's like. It's fine, whatever. Just don't come here when without like announcing yourself. Um, like you should. I don't know if he tells her to leave, but he's like, like whatever. Just don't be here. <laughs> and then in the meantime, Atiya has this vision where she sees her daughter like through different stages, like from being a baby to being like a toddler, and then like a younger child, and then her current age. And she sees her in the bed, and she like cuddles with her. And then again, Ozan and Jansu like are having this conversation and then all of a sudden, oh wait, no, we're not there yet. But so they have, they have the whole conversation um, about the, the cuts and whatever. And well, she, she's like pretty scared and kind of surprised and she's about to leave. And then that's when she sees the eye like drawn on the, on the window and she's like, she like puts two and two together and realizes everything. And then in the meantime, Ati is like sleeping in the child's bed. Um, who knows for how long, I assume not for a very long time. And she like wishes for her daughter to be back. And like very coincidentally, there's a shooting star on the outside and her daughter is back. Well, her daughter, she wished upon a shooting star that her daughter would be back. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that her daughter is back. Not yet. Um, so we see all the all the eyes, and then Jansu sees that Melek is taking the daughter away, like she's taking Aden away, and then like she just realized that this is Atia's daughter. So she's like freaking out. So she like runs away and. So Jones is like trying to figure out what to do. And then Atiye and Erhan like realize that there's nothing outside. Well, like they come together and there's nothing outside. There's nothing in the first floor. And then they find a downstairs place. And then, so Jansu finally puts two and two together, but Melek manages to leave with Aden. 
and Ozan's like you know just chill like it's fine I don't he's like trying to explain things to her but I don't know what he would explain because he doesn't really have a reason to have kidnapped the daughter but he says it was to protect her and so Ati and Erhan go down to the basement and they find all the stones from uh, Gobekli Tepe and they find that like selfie ring thing um and so there they find also the pine cone i don't know if at that point they realize that that's how the pine cone got on in, onto the painting or not but we know that that's how the pine cone got onto the painting um and then ozan like erhan figures out that the round part in the center of the selfie light thing is actually like hollow so he like breaks it and he goes through and then there's this like weird wreath with like a floating orb under it and they're like trying to figure out what it is but it turns out that when Jansu was running away from Ozan she sent a voice message to Atiyah saying like I found your daughter and so Atiyah listens to it tells Erhan this and they both drive over to Ozan's house which I don't know how they know where it is or is it the same house from always I guess yeah, I don't know how they know either. My guess is that Atia was maybe, well, obviously, like she has a way of contacting Ozan because they like met up in that weird cafe last episode. So, like, maybe in this timeline, there's some, you know, interaction between um, all of them and Ozan. Because, I mean, how did like John meet Ozan in the first place? IDK, it's weird though. They shouldn't, I feel like they shouldn't just have their his address on you know, unlock yeah. <laughs> from random beach to random mansion yeah. in the middle yeah. of the night. So Jansu's like having a whole fit, like being like, where is this girl? Like, this is my, my, my sister's daughter that you kidnapped. Funnily enough, she never says it's my brother's daughter that you kidnapped, <laughs> which interesting. So Erhan and Atiyah run to the car and they're like really angry obviously um and so they finally arrive and Ozan runs away when he sees them coming and so Erhan goes running after him and like jumps over this fence and then beats the crap out of him and he like almost kills him but Atiya stops him and is like you do you need to chill like we're not going to find our daughter by beating this guy to a pulp and in the meantime there's Melek and Aden in the car and Melek's like you are trying to find a missing piece of yourself but like you're not going to be complete once you find it like I see so much of me and you and like I was the same way as you when I was a kid and like all this incoherent things if you ask me um so Ozan runs away and like Atiyah well no before he runs away Atiyah tries to get some information from him and she's like, well, I can touch you and get stuff from you, but only if you, like, let me. So it turns out... This is he- such bullshit. <laughs> I want to talk about yeah. it later, but come on. Um, and so he kind of does let her, and she touches him and sees him as, like, a young child. And apparently, like, Serdar is, like, beating up Malik, is what I get from the context. And and then she just lets him go, and then everyone's like, why did you let this guy go? Like, now you're not going to find your daughter and she's like no well like he's just a scared child inside and like that wasn't the way that I was going to find my daughter and so they walk back to the house while 
In the meantime, Erhan grabbed a car and like somehow managed to follow Ozan to some pier, which also is kind of a plot hole to be honest, because like how was he able to catch up with him? Like he didn't even see him leave the He ran mansion. really fast. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and then we see Aden, Malek, and Ozan. And so Aden is like really excited to see Ozan again. I think she definitely sees him as, as like a father figure. What well, we can discuss this later on. Um, and he's like, just please go in the car. So she goes in the car and then he has this whole discussion with Malek, like, we need to leave. And she's like, well, you need to also break up with Jansu. Like that relationship can't keep going. Like, what is wrong with you? And he's like, yeah, whatever. We just need to get out of here because people are looking for us. And she's like, no, the plan changed. Like, now I know how we can get what we need from the little girl. So that's all we know from that plan. And then all of a sudden, it's the next day, and he's leaving Aden in the forest. Oh, no, no, no. He's So we flash back to the scene where he found out that Melek was not dead. And they have, like, a very happy, reunited moment. But it's not explained what actually happened to her, like, how she didn't die. And so... Like, he's just, like, walking home, and she's there, and they have this whole conversation. He's like, I missed you so much, whatever. And then we're back to present day, um, and Erhan is, like, running through the pier, screaming um, Ozan's name. But he's so dumb that, like, obviously Ozan's going to hide from him, and obviously Ozan can hear him. So he's just, like, um, walking around and, you know, trying to find him, like, through all these ginormous ships. And then he finds like dead Serdar on the ground. It took me like a good, at least 30 seconds to understand who that was. He just looked really scary. Um, and then all of a sudden it's the next day and we're in the forest and Ozan's talking to Aden and basically he's like saying goodbye to her, like never going to see you again. And Aden's really sad. And then we have um, Atiye and Erhan and they're like, he, Erhan is like really concerned. He's like, we're never going to see our daughter again. Like when are we, get, what's going to happen? And Atiyah is like, it's fine. She'll come to us. <laughs> Which, what? So they're just like sitting there and like having this whole conversation about how their daughter is going to come back to them. And then all of a sudden, like she goes out to the porch and she sees a little girl and they're both like very happy. And like when she goes to touch her, like the little girl yells and Ozan's like hiding in the forest. So I guess we can assume that this was obviously part of his plan that we can discuss in a moment. So now we are going to move on into our gossip slash banter slash spilling the non-existent slash photographed tea section. (laughs) Um, And we have a lot to parse in this episode. It was very confusing. But first of all, we have to issue an apology to Jansu for (laughs) sicking Fatma on her last episode. I do feel really bad about that uh, I don't feel no, no, no. I don't feel bad because well I feel bad in the sense that it was a waste of 
Fatma's abilities because uh-huh. Jasu manages to get herself killed no matter what. So <laughs> not in the least when she I mean she didn't get killed this episode. I thought she would for sure when she yeah, was like me too. That's Fatma's daughter. <laughs> not Fatma, sorry, that's Akia's <laughs> daughter. Yeah. Oh my god, he took her daughter and then he like she like ran ran, ran after the car and I was like, You're so dumb. Oh my god, just play cool. Me too. Definitely thought she was gonna die for sure. She's yeah. so lucky Ozad didn't do anything. <laughs> Yeah, Ozan's confusing. I need him. I, I need him to be more just straightforwardly evil. He's not evil enough. He like clearly no. likes Aden slash maybe loves her in his own way. I mean, she definitely loves him because she was so sad to be leaving him. Um, and he she, he didn't just go and kill Jansu when like perfectly evil villain would have absolutely killed her right then and there. Yeah. So he's a little bit confusing. Yeah, he's definitely not the villain. But if Melek, then Melek has to be the villain, and we really don't know anything about her. At anything point. about yeah, so. the motives are. I mean, I, the in the flashback that Ozan allowed, like the only thing that Ozan allowed Atia to see when she touched him, I what that what I thought happened, and I don't know. This might just I might be completely wrong. What I thought happened was that um, he witnessed Sardar killing, quote unquote his mother yeah that's what i thought too would yeah so again i'm not sure how different timeline three our current timeline is from timeline one like last episode we were discussing is was it identical up until sadar decided to not kill jansu after she got her head her head hit against that nail but at the same time, that would mean that Ozan did try to kill her and she, you know, she wouldn't have still been Right, so, so that's I, not possible. I, yeah, yeah. so I don't think that's the case. So I don't think that, if, when I was thinking for a second, okay, is this just like an alternative version of Timeline 1, which would mean Medic committed suicide, but then are, are they saying she didn't commit suicide and she was murdered? But honestly, I think they're completely separate. I think whatever we're watching now is 100% different from Timelines 1 and 2. Yeah, and also wondering if the medic we see is from a different timeline like mm. medic in timeline three was truly killed and mm. this is like time traveling medic or you know, i like that timeline traveling yeah i like that because that would explain all of the knowledge that she has yes the other possibility i thought of was that the scene that we saw ozan give to atier was like started up you know abusing Melek and then she left and at yeah. that point you know was out of Ozan's life and gained all yeah. of this crazy cult knowledge and then came back that, but yeah, Ozan but, did yeah. seem very very disbelieving when he saw her finally so who knows it could have been a whole thing of like she walked out after whatever yeah you know he clearly was violent toward her in that scene slash I'm sure before too so could have been a case of she walked out and then no one could get in touch with her she was missing presumed dead so and then like you said was caught up in the cult stuff potentially in the meantime it would obviously be even more jarring to him if he like thought he witnessed her death (laughs) yeah that would be real confusing I guess we'll see There's a lot of episodes left in this season. I don't know what they're going to do with because Aden is like with them now, right? So I'm just like, is she just going to be like a old demon child to them who screams all the time and is gen- generally unhelpful? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know. I have I have a lot. I have another also question, but regarding the timeline stuff, um, I think that her being from another timeline definitely makes a lot of sense. And I think if she were going to be from any timeline, well, actually, we don't know. But she was like kind of nice in the other timeline, didn't she? Yeah, in yeah. two, she like ended up pretty pro Atia. In one, she she also them. helped she them, didn't she? She like called the cops she on wasn't, them. She wasn't in it. She, she like, wasn't in it. She committed suicide. Oh. Yeah, you're yeah, right. You're we right. hadn't. Even, yeah, we didn't even see that character yeah. in that season. Yeah. 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 Um, I like don't totally get it, but yeah, she she's a confusing character. In the sense that, like, also, I just, in the, in the second timeline, she was so empathetic. Like, she, well, not so. But not at, at a certain <laughs> she point, she became, like, much more. Yeah. Um, she so, wasn't yeah, a com- villain. Yeah, but I definitely, I definitely do think in this timeline, she, um, she, what, she is... Well, we Ozan was with. I, I was a- actually asking myself this as I was watching. Like, did Ozan still have a relationship with Ati in this timeline? Like, were they dating before everything? I mean, as it's still possible, timeline. right? Like, there's nothing we haven't seen anything to confirm or deny that. Yeah. And, and Johns was very, you know, she was the one keeping it a secret their relationship apparently. Yeah. Which is funny because like Ozan is clearly the one with a lot more to hide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like all in on moving in together and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I think it could definitely just be that she's really, you know, kind of like because it her sister was dating the guy, so it would just look really crappy that now she's dating him, or just that he's the son of the guy who had something to do with their daughter's kidnapping would also do it. Yeah. Can we talk about Adhan just taking that Alexa or whatever that was like floating in that room behind the glass wall? Oh my God. I literally wrote, oh, they found a spinning Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no free ads, no free ads. Yeah, it's true. But like, I'm just like, that thing is levitating. I think it's high tech. Therefore, it's probably going to be tracked. Your ass is going to get like zapped for having that with you. That was pretty dumb. <laughs> I, I, I mean, what like, that, like, I don't know into it. about the know. device, but like the mirror thing makes it seem like there were people on the other side, just like watching. It looked like an interrogation yeah. room, like one yeah, way exactly. mirror exactly. window. So, but apparently it was just a big storage room for the spinning Alexa that levitates. So confused. What if this is all just like at the end, they're like, Bezos did it. Bezos is trying to re-engineer time. <laughs> maximum profit (laughs) that would be so funny (laughs) oh no i have a i have a big question like a philosophical question i guess big question but not really um it's just like you know we've like they've hinted that um erhan's family is also like magical and powerful in some way but like up to now we haven't seen like any manifestations of that from jansu or erhan yeah so like what? Well, the, what the one thing we have seen is that Erhan can, like, after a lot of work, knows what happened to other Erhans, right? He knows like what happened in other timelines, or at least last se- at the end of last season, he did. Yeah, but whether that to... was just Atia giving him visions or not, 
he's at least he's able to receive visions slash able to go into the cave and have it be a fruitful experience as I feel like if um I don't know a random character like Atia's father seems pretty useless in the magical <laughs> sense I feel like if he yeah. went into the cave it would be like oh rocks oh there's a tunnel that just ended and there's a wall and I can't get past it whereas Adhan can see the purple stones and stuff unclear of John can but yeah I agree Sophie I had the same I had the same question last season it's like what like why is like what is so special about Adhan's <laughs> bloodline it's not clear I mean what is so special about freaking Atie like her power is that she can see into people's minds if they consent they could fucking tell you what they want to tell you. Like they don't need to show you. They could just tell you. I don't understand. Yeah, like, how's this a power? Yeah, there's no, there's no narrative. In, like there's no layer of narrative from that other person. <laughs> what it's like watching a video of what happened. Oh my God. Also, she like is the only one who could save the birthing crisis. She is the fertility goddess. <laughs> what has Adon ever done to deserve the fertility goddess? Uh, I don't know. And then is probably the Antichrist. I don't know, like, what's going on there with that child. I'm a little worried about She's scared. I've never watched the Omen movies because they scare me, but I feel like yes. those vibes. For sure. I mean, I haven't either, but yeah, for sure. I agree. If I had seen them, I would have agreed with you. <laughs> also, what's with the dog that was sitting in the middle of the road? And then I'm like, is that... Like, did Aden manifest that? Is it a good dog so. or is it a Satan dog? Like, what's <laughs> going on here? But also, Aden has never spoken a word, has she? No, she like, can't. Yeah, she I can't thought talk. she was mute until she screamed. Oh, <laughs> so boy, she's not what mute. Yeah, I can't. But she can't talk? No. I thought she, she just doesn't was traumatized. Talk. She has never talked to Ozan or Nedek, therefore, has never talked as far as any of them can tell like any of her caretakers can tell but clearly she can make noise <laughs> so she could talk she just hasn't wanted to um we need to talk about Jansu Jansu's entire uh arc in this episode <laughs> she ended up the I, hero let's start with that I was 100% sure she was gonna die me yeah. too <laughs> Yeah, I was like, R.I.P. You lasted barely three episodes. <laughs> but she actually lasted three full episodes. So we'll see what happens in episode four. Yes, we will. But she lived. She figured it out, even though it took her yeah, way so. too fucking long. Yeah. Um, and she got the message, the text message out to Atie. That was wild. That was like, nice. Like, ASAP. Text message to get sent. I know. Yeah. It was really impressive. Clearly, I need to look into that talking to text feature more <laughs> it's that fast it's hard though it's hard though my some of my friends on whatsapp do the voice memo thing or like they send a voice note and it's just a lot to listen to because usually when people do that they're like talking a while because they don't feel like typing it out right you have to like right. be in a situation where you can listen right so yeah good point it's not the most considered form of communication imo <laughs> <laughs> but if it's converting it to text then that's different but i wasn't sure what was no, I don't think it converted into. I don't think it. Converted you think it was just a voice message for someone? Yeah, we heard it. We heard Atia play it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But it was short, so it's okay. It That's true. Not in. It could have been on a movie or something. They wouldn't have been able to. I don't think Atia <laughs> goes to the movies. 
Yeah, Johnson's proving more useful though in this timeline versus like literally any other. She did great. So, she did yeah. great. She was super supportive to Ache, even though I would have been like, what the fuck is wrong with you letting him go? Um, yeah. So she's doing great. The other thing we need to talk about um, after like Johnson and Ozan are like sitting there in the aftermath and Johnson's like, oh, I, I'm not going to let you do this to Aden because... I understand what it's like to be taken home like a stray kitten. Yeah. <laughs> Which like on the yeah, one hand weird. I thought was like pretty interesting comparison for the character but on the other hand like is another reference by the show to how adoption is a terrible thing akin to right. kidnapping Inher- and inherently traumatizing <laughs> to the child. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah. little bit problematic but also an interesting um observation by John Sue. Yeah, it was uh, the the comparison to kidnapping was pretty, little pretty rough. Bad. A little rough. Yes. Um, I'm glad Erhard got the chance to beat the shit out of Alzan. Yeah, I feel like that was pretty long overdue for everyone. Yeah. But it's I funny. Like, I, I wanted Ate to give him a. I wanted Ate to give him a little kick when she had him on the ground like that, but she didn't do that. I was, wanted her to like mind torture him. Oh. You know. Like make yeah. him relive all his worst memories until he that gave might her the be, That might be Adan's trick. She seems like same powers as Atia, but evil. I'm like really <laughs> worried about. I'm like really worried about what the because it's clearly a plan. Like Ozan and Medic clearly planned for her to return to her right. family, and they we know they've been brainwashing her. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think is gonna happen? Let's take predictions. Oof. I think she's gonna like usurp. Atia's power somehow and like use then like get all the energy from their oh. bloodline and make them evil or something oh Ooh. wow okay I I don't know it's hard to tell because they've, they've made like both Atia and the child seem like very all-knowing I feel like maybe she will unknowingly be doing Ozan and Melek's bidding in some mm. way like yeah. the touch screaming thing i don't think she expected that um but i don't yeah. think i don't know that i believe that she's going in there like i hate my mother and father and i want to destroy the earth but maybe because yeah. she has a very scary face <laughs> yeah that's where i'm conflicted too is that i have that same dilemma is she knowingly evil or is she a device that's been and you know essentially conditioned to yeah for certain triggers to behave a certain way like with the touch scream or is you know i don't know maybe like destroy things with her mind force field in other moments i'm just imagining what power she might have <laughs> to watch on she has pine cone powers pine cone powers <laughs> she's gonna make a giant monster out of pine cones it's gonna like go on a rampage king yeah. kong style yeah yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I like the, I prefer to think of her as having been conditioned and it's not intentional um, versus her just being like the spawn of Satan upon their, upon their house. But we'll see. I expect set up to show up and give like very useless yeah, grandma advice. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> well, we also, okay, so then we found out something else from this timeline that is that set up was crappy at first and then she changed mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. which again sounds like it's timeline one but like modified but it's not yeah. because ozana and john sort of, i'm so confused by what we're in timeline. we're in timeline like 1b i think yeah it's like 
similar like to what but similarities with, yeah yeah but key differences yeah. <laughs> like Ozan not being a murderer sigh I don't know what's going on <laughs> I'm really worried that five episodes like I said it's a lot of runaway because like I don't know what more can happen but it's also like enough runway that they're gonna like create more loose ends and then only give themselves an episode probably to tie them all I think they're gonna tie up everything to do with the child and Melek and Ozan v Ati and Erhan I think that they've got a plan for that but all the questions other questions generated by this I'm not so sure yeah like our big how does time work questions I think will forever remain unanswered yeah difficult (laughs) for sure um why do you guys think Erhan didn't tell Ati that he found Sardar's dead body Hmm. I feel like Erhan is like his almost his worst version in this timeline like he's like a aggravate aggro like dude bro who is just like a foil to Atie's zen female power and Atie's like extra zen this season I feel like oh my god I got so mad when she was like smiling when she was in her kidnapped daughter's room like reviewing her kidnapped life and she was like yay I'm so happy (laughs) and zen I was like what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) Atia's just like, well, at least she wasn't adopted. That would have been <laughs> far worse. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't know what Adhan's. I don't think Adhan's really thinking at this point. I mean, I don't think he has been thinking at all in this timeline because, like, concealing Sadar in general was a really bad call um, that backfired, and now um, he's concealing his death. I mean, my only thought is like he doesn't want Atia to worry when they have just like also located their daughter but like clearly there's a big dangerous conspiracy here because dead bodies are turning up so you should probably tell and you auntie is not a warrior she's happy yeah. she's good to go yeah. she'll be like well you know sadar you know time isn't a Adhan, sadar's not dead because time is a circle and we're all living everything at the same moment and he's alive somewhere else and there's so many possibilities like shut the fuck up <laughs> He died. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Melek, they have this really completely unnecessary scene where Melek tells Ozan to break up with Jansu. Yeah, she should have just been like, kill her. Like, why why are we talking about like ending relationships when you're like about to usher in the end of the world? Like, why? Yeah, (laughs) and like she's she just found out that you had her niece kidnapped for eight years. Like, she's not together with you in right, any sense that too. of the word oh yeah and ozan's like, hiding that from his mom too which is weird that he's not uh, probably to protect john so because because he's in he wasn't upfront about like a, uh, was he oh. about a tnn Han? like he, he he didn't tell her why his face was messed up oh yes that's a good point melek doesn't know that johnson figured it out yeah which is dumb because she literally ran after her car like yeah, Why she doesn't use her rearview mirrors, I guess. I guess, yeah. She, I'm glad she looked out her windshield to see the ghost Satan dog or whatever that was. <laughs> I think it was a good dog. <laughs> I'm so I'm so sus around everything Aden does. Like, I know, I know. She looks like a demon child. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> um, at one point, uh, when 
when Jansu comes in and she like meets Aden for the first time and then she's like that kid has such a weird name something like that did you catch yeah. that I did I and I I've never heard that name in Turkish to be fair like give, as a given name but there's plenty of given names that I think are weird that pop up on tv shows yeah um, especially and I'm just like oh I've never heard that but I don't like doubt that it's a name that exists and plus it literally means like Eden so it's like also not like out of the realm of possibility of I feel being... like that's a name that exists yeah. yeah yeah but yeah I guess it was just the weirdest goddamn thing Johnson's ever heard <laughs> you know Johnson she's uh, she's lived a different life for most of right. us right she has truly did you guys so they showed us Ozan and Melek's reunion and I think what was a bid for us to feel more sympathetic towards him Mm -hmm. I honestly from the bottom of my heart felt nothing during that scene I was like I don't care (laughs) yeah yeah me neither and also they look the same age in that scene and it's really just doesn't she's probably like only 10 years older than him or something IRL I bet they always do that shit where like even even it just like it's just like a film slash tv industry trope worldwide yeah. where women who are deemed to be old and decrepit at age 30 and then they start <laughs> playing mom roles to like men in their 20s yeah <laughs> i was literally thinking that that she yeah. at most would be 50 yeah at most and he's like 30 or 35 yeah yeah definitely that was weird um but I didn't feel anything either. I don't feel good. <laughs> I don't want him to be redeemed. I think he's proven himself to be so shitty in multiple timelines that that is the yes. overwhelming percentage of his personality is shittiness. So I don't need, like, it's not like, I mean, okay, Sadar as well. Same thing goes. I didn't really feel that bad for him. I think like what the show's trying to do is to be like, oh, there's all these, you know, time is not real and everything's happening at the same time and all that, that monologue that, Atia keeps giving us that we don't ask for um I think it's trying to say that there's evil and good and everyone kind of thing but I'm just like I think Ozan and Sazar are just evil like don't stop trying to make me feel something other than hate well I think also like we can't forget that this was the timeline well and and they even mentioned at this episode where he hurt Jansu and like almost killed her yeah so like we can't just like forget that wait what you're talking about Sardan, right? Or you're talking, who are you talking about? No, it was Ozan who, who threw her against the wall first. And that's when Sardan finds her and saves her in this universe. Well, I don't know if that's... See, that's the thing, though, that we're not sure about is if that this is this timeline. Because if Ozan did that to Jansu, why would Jansu still, like, love him? So we don't... I mean, I don't think that happened in timeline three. I think that was, like... But they said something, some version they said of something about one. him hurting her. Did they really? I didn't catch that. I missed that. If they did, then what the fuck are you doing, Johnson? Yeah, he literally tried to kill you. <laughs> and you're like, we might, we can move in together. I want to talk about this. <laughs> I don't want to lose you. Hey, who's that lady and young girl that are in your house? <laughs> <laughs> that I've never heard of existing in your life. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. But um, I, I, even irrespective of, whether that was this timeline or not was on sex. <laughs> and so the sad that. Okay, so now we're going to move on into our history section, where we are going to be talking about 
uh, screams in TV and movies uh, because we were all really freaked out by Aden's scream at the end of the episode. And specifically, we're going to be talking about the Wilhelm scream, which I just learned via Esgi today is the scream that you have probably heard the most often in your life because it's in all of the movies and TV shows that you love for some reason. So, Sammy, you watched the whole, like, video about it. Do you want to provide the context or how do you want to deliver this information to our listeners? Well, I honestly didn't get that much more than the Wikipedia article from that um, movie, but I'm happy to do the Wikipedia article if you don't want to. No, I, okay, I can. That's, I mean, I wasn't sure if it uh, added more content, but sounds like not really. Not, sounds like they just made a, a Wikipedia into a video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so the Adan scream, first of all, was, was a female sounding scream. Um, and I was not uh, surprised that it came from a child just because, I don't know, it just sounded like a very shrill child, but like it sounded like a child. So I don't think the Wilhelm scream was used no. for, for her. Uh, just to be clear, but the Wilhelm scream is uh, some uh, surprisingly frequently brought up in Jeopardy, and that's how I became oh, acquainted with it yeah. as just like an answer or or part of a question uh, several times, like enough times for me to be like, okay, what? How do people just know this? And then I like went into a Wikipedia rabbit hole uh, a couple years ago about it. Um, and when we were chatting today about the episode before we recorded, I was like, oh, we should talk about this because um, it's wild to me that they just recorded one screen in the 1950s and we're like, okay, yeah, let's keep using it well into the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Um, so it came from a film uh, called Distant Drums. Uh, and that was, um, that came out in 1951. I believe uh, the scene that it was originally recorded for what were some, were some soldiers wading through a swamp in the Everglades I'm sure they were doing something um, super shitty in this film. I haven't looked up the summary, but it's like it's in Florida. There's soldiers in a swamp. It just sounds like they're about to do some <laughs> really problematic stuff. Anyway, so they're in the in the swamp, um, and then one of them gets bitten and dragged underwater by an alligator and emits this lovely sound that we know. Uh, and Sammy, maybe you can edit in the Wilhelm scream when you're. Yeah, I'm gonna try to. Yeah. Okay, since this is an for once, it works for us. By the way, they this movie was about the war, uh, uh, the eighteen forty Seminole Wars in Florida. Yep, so, I knew it. Yeah, I knew they it were going to kill the Seminoles. So <laughs> yes, you were correct. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I'm not that sad that this uh, man was alligator snatched, <laughs> um, and he gave us a very famous scream. And so. The Wilhelm part of it, though, this this character, the unnamed soldier that was dragged by an alligator, um, was not named Wilhelm. There was a private Wilhelm in a different movie from 1953 called The Charge at Feather River, which, again, sounds like they were probably doing something super <laughs> and genocidal um, as a Western. Oh, yeah, the character gets shot in the thigh with an arrow. So, yes, I'm, again, correct. Um, and not that sad at all for Private Wilhelm. Um, but the scream uh, is about one second long and very iconic. When, I'm sure when you hear it, hopefully in this episode or if you research on yourself, you'll recognize it. 
Sammy, do you want to talk about other places folks might have heard this? Like super shitty 1950s Westerns? (laughs) Yes. So the... I don't know that the scream was um, that popular in between the 1950s and then the person who repopularized it was a uh, motion picture sound designer called Ben Burt, who worked on Star Wars. Um, And so the stormtrooper who gets shot off a ledge does the Wilhelm scream. And the scream has become kind of like a tradition slash in joke amongst um, sound designers in Hollywood. So it's actually been in every single Star Wars movie up through Force Awakens. And as well as most, if not all of the Indiana Jones movies. Uh, It's also in Toy Story, Cars and Up for Pixar movies. Um, Disney movies, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Kung Fu Panda, Hercules, and also it was in Game of Thrones. Um, so you've definitely heard it. You, I, I totally knew what it was once I heard it. And I'm going to post with the episode a link to this Kennedy Center um, page where they have also a compilation of all the famous movies where you can hear it, as well as a like 10 minute video about it. Uh, super interesting. I had no idea. Uh, but it's pretty funny that they just decided, yeah, this is our this is our scream, and we're just going to put it in every movie, and no one's going to notice. I feel like I like <laughs> so the inside joke. Like I thought it was just like practicality and laziness. Just uh, when when we were texting earlier today, I was like, I think this exists because people are just not very good at screaming in a way that you know translates well um, to to film or audio editing. Um, but I think it's just yeah, it's because they thought it was hilarious sounding and yeah. they wanted to find a way to work it into as many movies as possible. Yeah. And they, and uh, pre-internet, no one I'm sure had any idea right. what was going on yeah, there, outside meme, of the sound design. Before a meme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pretty funny. Also, if you're into gaming, it's in Red Dead Redemption, uh, Raymond Origins and Star Wars Battlefront 2. So there you go. I think I'm out of facts on this one. I think I am also out of fun facts. Nice. But I do enjoy seeing stormtroopers fall off a ledge and scream. I think that's great. (laughs) I think there's another scream. So the the way that I learned learned about this scream was through IMDb. Every time I watch a movie, I go to IMDb and um, like read the trivia page. Um, And they always have like, Wilhelm scream at whatever time in the movie. Oh, um, that's interesting. And they also have, I think there's other screams too. Um, let me just look it up because I think it's not only. Oh, the Howie scream. Mm. Um, there's. Wait, where is it? Oh yeah, the Howie scream because it was from Broken Arrow. Okay, there's eleven classic movie and TV screams. <laughs> So oh, really what we're not... learning is that sound designers are kind of lazy and think we're all kind of dumb and I'm into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. Who knew? So now that we know about famous screams, we hope we never have to listen to Aden scream again because it's fucking Agreed. creepy. <laughs>
we are going to move on into our favorite and final section, which is what the fuck, Sultan of Success, and Fatima's hit list. So, what the fuck? Um, my first one is, I think I had this in the last episode as well, but now Atiyah threw a coat over it. So it's her outfit for the first 40 minutes of this episode. This coat with this crazy, stupid, fake flower brooch that's like ginormous. And this floppy coat over her like long silk skirt and her like cotton long sleeve t-shirt. I just hate, hate this outfit so much. It brings me so much anger. Her fashion choices this season have been yeah, yeah. questionable. Wild. Because her white toga at the end is also like, (laughs) what are you doing? That one's more normal though. It yeah, it it was that it was more acceptable as a piece of clothing, even though it's like a weird choice for her circumstances. Um I have what the fuck spinning Alexa. <laughs> At least it looked like a more high rent prop than the glowing purple rocks. Like we have to True. say that. True, yes. I have like a more profound what the fuck, which is like, if they're going to make Melek the big bad, she has to have more than two lines an episode. And we have to understand what yeah. she's been doing in the meantime between yeah. her absence of, from Ozan's life. And we have to know what her motivations are. And we just have to know more. I think they're in big trouble, at least from a plot credibility, believability slash believability perspective, if they don't do a lot of um, filling in the blanks for a medic's backstory in the next episode like so I, I could almost use like a whole episode that's yeah. just Melek's story like that would yeah. be cool they have that real estate I mean they have five episodes to go here but like yeah. we don't know what they have in mind so yeah we haven't been to Urfa in so many episodes so true we walked to Urfa yeah that's true <laughs> we always just hop on over there <laughs> what are your what the fucks Sophia um, I just thought it was funny that Ozan drives a G-Wagon. I just thought that was kind of an <laughs> interesting character trait. Also, there was like a really shiny star when Erhan goes out to the beach, and they never reference it, but it's also not serious, so I don't Ooh. know what is. It's the aliens but... coming down in their spaceship. <laughs> We've discussed it at length before, but I think there's a lot of plot holes and like weird things in the episode. For sure. I mean, there's just a lot of plot holes in this episode, which I don't think they can actually resolve. I guess those are my what the fucks. I'll call them <laughs> plot, plot hole candidates because they still have an opportunity to fill them. Yeah. Right now they're loose ends. Yeah. But there you yeah, go. It's, it's very risky. It's very risky for them to do all this. <laughs> uh, my what the fuck, my kind of big what the fuck is like, how does Atia think everything is just like, happening the way it should and that it's fine to trust like anything that happens it's like your child just showed up after being hidden from you for eight years you don't think this you don't think something's off here even before the screen right that she's been sent to you after being yeah away for yeah 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 and, and then I, I don't yeah I think and then the scream and then Adhan stealing the spinning Alexa, not thinking that something bad will happen to him because <laughs> he stole the spinning Alexa is are my other what the fuck. <laughs> no free ads. <laughs> no free ads, yeah. And then I don't think we can leave this section without saying what the fuck John Su like learns some self-preservation oh, and zero. don't run screaming after the car. 
a car is bigger than you, John, so it's very deadly. Be careful, <laughs> especially when the driver is out to like trigger the apocalypse or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so now Sultan of Success. Guys, I'm going Jansu. She yeah. got that text off. She Jansu saved Jansu. the day. Like, yeah. as unbelievable as it is. Despite all of her attempts to essentially be killed, she <laughs> yes. did not die. She's tried so many times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, great. We all agree. Unanimous. Well, That's Sophia awesome. will say next episode that she thought Jansu was the worst all along. Come on, not, <laughs> not married any success. No, in the previous episode, I was pretty sure that Jansu was not in on it. I believe you. <laughs> um, okay, Fatma's hit list. Where are we at on this? Definitely Melek for one, and Ozan. Yeah, Medic, I like need Fatma to like wait a, a second just to see if we get more of a backstory there. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I can't have Fatma <laughs> kill her yet because I would have no idea what the point of the show was then. <laughs> Even Ozan, though she's think, deserving. Ozan seems to be a puppet here, and the showrunners are gonna try to redeem him. Therefore, I'm like, kill him. We're <laughs> definitely meant to feel bad for him. So yeah. yeah. Um, I also put Sardar's corpse up there. Oh, oh! Just like further, just like you know, a second kill. Like she could probably go after ghosts. She's got abilities, or 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 just go after him in all the other timelines. Just like spend the rest of eternity going to infinite different timelines. That's a great (laughs) point. Off Sarda, yeah. But it should probably be (laughs) Milik. She seems to be the most overtly bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, congratulations to probably our first ever winner by this character, John Sue, our Sultan of Success. Um, we wish you well, but we expect you to probably find death in the next couple of episodes. Um, uh, good luck to Fatwa hunting down Melek, but, you know, take your time a little bit. We'd like to figure out what she's up to before you murder her violently. Okay, so thank you all so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys next time about Season 3, Episode 4, where everything will become clear, and we'll know exactly who the good guys and the bad guys are, hopefully. Fingers crossed.